Previously on the campaign trail. Got a question about hacking into magic mirrors and that. Uh, yeah, you, you need a couple of uh, ingredients that are not that hard to get hold of. Uh, he, he names off a couple of quite common herbs and spices uh, and says, uh, but uh, the one thing you do also need is uh, a bone and a drop of human blood. This is sounding an awful lot like necromancy. You uh, drop the various liquids and uh, uh, and then you finally drop the magic mirror itself in there. There's a burst of smoke, a whirl of wind, and then a tall, ghostly figure stands before you. Welcome to Magic Mirror 2066. I'm Mark Shafos. You may ask me three questions. Who's trying to listen in on this device? The only people who could possibly be listening in are the CEO himself or his mother. One would need to be the most powerful necromancer the world has ever seen to get through our security systems. What was our second question? I've already forgotten. I do not know your second question. What is your third question? Mark Schaefoss, who is the most powerful necromancer in the world? The most powerful necromancer in the world is currently the warlock known as Malzuck. We would like to know the location of the necromancer Malzar. The last known address of the necromancer Malzar was number 69 Reef Castle Road, Gambler's Grave. For the future, not for the past, but for the many, not for the few. For trust, not betrayal. For the age of achievement, not the age of decline. This is my covenant with the Darnoth people. Furthermore, and you notice that as he's speaking, uh, the bards and reporters at the front, and some start leaving. And indeed, the TV, the, the screen flicks away from Golak's speech to Prime Minister Tarmac Goodlands, giving an announcement outside number 10. I am announcing that the general election will be held on the winter solstice in six weeks' time. As of this moment, Parliament is dissolved. Let's start with, uh, have you come up with any um, campaign slogans, uh, the party line on before the ele- at the beginning of the election, and uh, main policies so that we can move some of this polling? Pelagos has been slightly scared um, of, of Malzar, to be quite honest. How he knows how ever Warlock lives, he's a bit obsessed. What about uh, Dareth? You're good with. Um, Go on. What, what have you been what up to? I, I suppose uh, canvassing Words? and uh, yes. and the and the like. Yeah, spinning a yarn. Um, <laughs> I think what I'd push for in I what I can only assume a three-hour minimum long campaign meetings of Elsa <laughs> would be talking of the story of the underdog and how Gorlak mm. identifies with the underdogs throughout. The country. Mm, the main thing I've said in meetings with Mal- Alzar is, um, Alzar, please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think a good I don't yeah, know. I it you... could actually win us a few votes <laughs> for a very niche electorate. Um, ha- have you guys been doing canvassing, uh, going uh, leafleting, etc.? Yes. <laughs> I have. Yes, it's fun. Don't know about the others. Yeah. Uh, I have noted the opinions of several good tailors in the town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that a target uh, area that we're working on? 
Yeah. Sally, you've been working on Tyler's and I've been working on bun shops. So, I think mm-hmm. that we had the bun shop bug sewn up. <laughs> uh, can you all roll me some persuasion then? Yeah. Ooh, apparently I'm feeling persuasive. That's right. going to be a 25. 21. 25. 21. 19. 19. Bloody hell. Uh, isn't that. Okay, blimey. Uh, can one of you roll three d4? Or oh, one each. Or well, yeah, oh, one each? One. Yeah, roll a d4 each. That'll... Okay, well, I've rolled a one. Four. One. Four. 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 Okay. So, cool. That's quite a, a nice little jump there. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Ghost okay, sounds? right. That's some good rolling you just did there, despite the fact that none of us could come up with fancy campaign slogans. It's, it's all in the details. It's all yeah. in the subtle um, talking. The polls stand. The Unicorn Party are on 33 and a third percent. That is down five. The Fable Party are on 33.3%. That is up five. The True Neutrals are on uh, 10%. Uh, the Gunge are also on 10%. SDP are on uh, 12 And Dungip are on 2 So, yeah, that was quite... Because they, uh, they the, the Unicorn had a bit of a dip when I rolled them this morning. And mm. uh, then you just rolled really, really well there. <laughs> That's how we so, roll. Uh, so, you've all been called into Alzar's office. Uh, you walk in, there's a roaring fireplace, a tall mirror on the wall, bookcases, filing cabinets, and a horrendous amount of weaponry. <laughs> uh, she is uh, sat uh, full, covered in um, sweat, blood, and soot, and uh, other more unsavoury things. And she's shouting into one of her magic mirrors, saying, uh, Stats! Percentages! International comparisons! Information! Send them fucking wads of information and tell them they better get their heads around it before they put ten- pen to paper or I'll be up their asses like a fucking Bifrost ferret, right? Come on, unleash hell! Uh, she looks up and sees you and goes, Oh, right. Uh, call you back. Puts her mirror down and goes, Right! You three, the fellow shit of the ring. Oh, How are you? oh hello. Campaigning? I like it. It's going well. Good. Nobody has told me to get off their farm yet. (laughs) Have you been canvassing in the middle of the city? I've not been to any farms. I have been told to get off a couple of front porches. Mm. Ah, It happens. Right. Got a big task for you. A damned mysterious one. You feeling up to a mysterious one? Yes. Definitely. Good, yeah. because you don't get a choice. <laughs> one last constituency, and it's a bit of a strange one. And uh, she pulls up a map on her uh, large wall-mounted magic mirror and uh, points to uh, a constituency in roughly the middle of the country, Gambler's Grave, old mining city. Should be a lockdown for us, dwarves, goblins, gnomes, faithful fable voters. Polling consistently tells us we'll win in a landslide. Has done for years, but every single time, despite the polls, despite all our campaigning, we lose. Every time. No one can work it out. After your performance in uh, the Forest of Mean, I'm willing to bet you can. So, 
We need to find out what's happening. Are people lying to the pollsters? If so, why? And uh, what can we do about it? Uh, our uh, candidate there is a man named, and she checks her notes, uh, Gerald Bostock. Uh, he's a good guy, party member for about five or six years. Voted Gorlack for leader. Knows his stuff. Knows the area. Lots of friends. Done local community organising. It'll help you get around. Any questions? How, hmm, can you send us some stats to look at when we're on the way up? Ah, yes, I'll, uh, she taps away on her magic mirror and uh, sends them over to you. Look at this, would you have thought from the first adventure we went on that I'd want to look at stats? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me just find the stats for Gambler's Grave. Does Alzar have the map Yes, it's a big map. Uh, So, the current polling suggests uh, that um, uh, the the Unicorn Party poll 15%, Fable 41%, uh, True Neutrals 12, Gunge 16, SDP 5, Dungip 8. Uh, So Fable, like, theoretically have a massive lead here, Uh, but uh, the last election, uh, despite a similar poll lead, uh, the Unicorn won 65% of the votes. Uh, the previous one to that, they won 61%. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous one to that, uh, 61%. Previous to that, 60%. Uh, and so on and so on, going back as far as the records go. So um, despite the fact that this is a safe seat for us, we've never actually won it. Yes, this is the mystery. Uh, do you want to roll an investigation check for me, Dareth? Yes, I would love to. Do... Ooh, not 20! Ooh! Ooh. Okay. One thing you notice that is very strange about the unicorn vote, they get almost, but not quite, almost the exact same number of votes every time. It goes up Mm. and down a little bit, but nowhere near as much as everyone else's. Uh, Like with the population growth, it's kind of in line with population growth, but um, yeah, it's almost the exact same... Uh, number of votes every time. That doesn't make sense. Hmm. Um, hmm. That's. Hmm. Uh, also, uh, I think with a nat twenty, I'll say that um, you notice that the, in the last couple of elections, uh, turnout is ridiculously high in Gambler's Grave. Give me a percentage. Uh, it's like ninety nine percent. Fucking hell. Um, that seems unlikely. Good lord. Um. So Alzar continues to say, a couple of things uh, you'll have to know about Gambler's Grave. You're not going to get any extra uh, party funds because we don't want you spending it at the casinos. We know what it's like. You go to a fancy uh, city like Gambler's Grave full of casinos. You want to spend a load of money. Well, you're not getting any uh, unless you pay out of your own pocket. But if you do, don't let the press see you gambling away. Uh what else? Uh, be careful. There's a there's a big magic mirror factory down there, and uh, I've heard stories of uh, people going in and not coming out. Uh, nothing proved so far. So maybe look into that. I don't know. Uh, what else? So I'm trying to think of what else to give you with that natural twenty. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so don't go gambling. Don't go in, in gambler's grave. Don't go in the magic mirror. Mm-hmm. 
Unless we really want to. Um, and everybody you meet is a voter. Yes, apparently so. Good lord. So find out, find out about that and uh, well, see if you can swing the vote as you always do. Yeah, we're really good at that, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you uh, head out and you meet Gretchen with her cart packed with stuff ready to go. Uh, within, uh, she's all sort of bundled up in, um, she's got, uh, her usual witch's black robes, uh, with a, a big fur coat, and, uh, even her pointy hat has, like, uh, got fur lining, uh, on it, uh, and little ear flaps, uh, which don't reach her ears because they're at the ends of the, uh, the, the wide brim, uh, but the, the gesture is here, there. Uh, in amongst all of her usual supplies, you know, maps, food, and, uh, all that stuff, uh, you see a couple of suspicious looking sacks. That's not a nice way to talk about your players, Joel. <laughs> How do sacks look suspicious? Uh, as you have a look at them and you sort of poke them, uh, you notice that they jingle with money. Uh, and Gretchen says, Oi, hands off. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's mine. Uh, off to Gambler's Grave. And uh, Sorry, that's not Gretchen's <laughs> voice. You're right, Gretchen. You've got a sore throat. Uh, E-Bayek. Oh, aye, yeah, sore throat. Uh, big old casino. here. Need to get my ass into it. Uh, Gonna win me... Big old fortune. Get these horses a bit more love and care with that kind of cash. I'm a natural at Pokeronos. At what now? Pokeronos. It's a, it's it's a new game. Poking people's been... noses? It's a, it's a card game. It's very complicated. I'll stick with Pokemon Arc. <laughs> <laughs> I have to warn you, Gretchen. The house always wins. <laughs> Aye, but uh, I could do with a new house. <laughs> the hovel's getting a bit uh, crowded. It's the cauldrons, you see. Uh, hmm. Not been selling quite so well recently. Someone's been undercutting me. Who would do that? Uh, someone on Feibay. This is the sort <gasps> of Fey version of eBay. <laughs> I mean, it's a risk when you want to deal with the Fey at the best of times. Aye, uh, that's a good point. You can't, don't really want to go and mess with them, though. No. All right, uh, up, on, up on wagon, you lot. Come on. Uh, on so you you get on the wagon. Up sure. on the wagon. Uh, you set off uh, past through the city, uh, the posters, and uh, you can see like uh, people giving speeches on uh, street corners. Uh, you see the fable colours and the unicorn colours, true neutral guns, and the occasional dungit banner hanging out of people's houses. Uh, I point in love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as you pass the gate and exit the city, there are some young orcs, goblins, and uh, halves of such uh, who scurry up and watch you go because you've got the little fable banner on your cart. And Hello. little goblins, especially, sort of wave and cheer at you, waving little flags. Um, it's quite cute. I wave uh, back. Isn't lovely to meet an adoring public? <laughs> are you Gorlack? One of them runs up. Oh, you're not green. No, no, get me on a boat. I'll be green Isn't soon Gretchen enough. Green? Yes, Gretchen is green, but she's a bit large. <laughs> We're friends of Gorlack. Uh, oh, lovely. Oh, can you get. Can, I want to get his autograph. Can you tell him to come down to my, my mum's house? Uh, my mum lives there. And he gives you a long string of a, a dress and uh, uh, <laughs> he's just sort of jumping up and down at the edge yes, of the car. Yes, tell him. Aww. 
hopefully he can come and see your mum. That would be nice. Thank you, yes. thank you. I can't vote, but I, I, I should. I'm sending him a message now. <laughs> Are you actually? Yes. Aww, that's nice. <laughs> yes, you should go house to house campaigning down in um, um, Amityville. Goblin, yes. Goblin Town. <laughs> yes. It's uh, you take it's quite it's a couple of days trip to Gambler's Grave. Uh, what do you guys do to pass the time? Try to learn Pokerono. <laughs> yeah, I think Gretchen gives you a few lessons. Uh, uh, it's uh, a bit like a mixture of poker and Uno. Um, <laughs> Fuck uh, sick. Uh, do you want to roll? Uh, uh, does Dareth have proficiency with cards? Do 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 no. No. Okay. Uh, can you just? Uh, do, we'll do a straight uh, d20 versus d20 on, yeah. on a roll. Uh, Fourteen. Eighteen. Okay. okay so I think win. Gretchen win, wins one of the hands. Uh, and uh, what are you betting with? Would you say? Money. <laughs> money. <laughs> How much money does Dareth have on them? Um, a decent amount, actually. I think they've brought a fair bit because they would quite like to try and sneak out and check out this casino. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. let, let, let's say you, you... Let's just start with like a couple of gold pieces, though. All right. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think Gretchen manages to, to scrape a few uh, gold pieces out of you. Um, does anyone else want to learn from, from Gretchen? I'll have a go. All right, cool. Uh, do you have proficiency with I playing cards? I don't know where I would even find proficiency with playing cards, so probably not. Uh... <laughs> Probably not. Uh, so yeah, just want to roll. Oh, two. Ooh, ten. Oh. Apparently, I terrible Yeah, I think she uh, she takes a bit of your cash as well. Uh, Pelicos, uh how are you reacting? <laughs> I am not in this folly. I am reading my book on necromancy. Ooh. Ah. Because um, I'm I'm still rather worried. Mm, and I want to know a little, and I'm kind of fingering that little uh, charm of Bell against necromancy. Interesting. Uh, first of all, uh, Tilda and Dareth, can you yes. both roll me a wisdom check? I am not, I am wise. not wise. That's 13. Uh, ah. Uh, four. Very okay, right. I was going to, uh, if if you had rolled high, I would have said Gretchen teaches you enough to have proficiency, but no. alas, no. Uh, so, um, Pelikos, can you roll uh, investigation? I think this will be. Five. <laughs> okay. Uh, all, all you get, I think, is that the, uh, the silver bell you were given will cast um, Turn Undead, uh, which is a clerical spell that makes any undead turn and run away from you. Uh, I think that's as much as you get from a five, I'm afraid. Eh, well. Uh, as you're going, uh, Gretchen is taking a slightly lesser travelled side road because it's a shortcut, or so she says. Uh, winding paths that weave along a cliff edge over a ravine. There's dim passages through tunnels that delve beneath hills. Uh, it's been a cold and somewhat miserable journey, but you've not been attacked yet. Uh, which is unusual uh, because you know that's what happens every time you travel to a new constituency uh, early on you did see like ogres and wolves and wild monsters um, 
have wandering around, but uh, as you've got closer to Gambler's Grave, they've kind of dropped off, and you've not seen another living thing for ages, not even bandits or anything like that. Um, as you go on the last morning before you get into town, uh, something does happen. Uh, you're riding through a dark valley shadowed by tall cl cliff walls on either side. Uh, there are a couple of trees and you see the remnants of, old, of an old stone, stone building that must have been abandoned centuries ago. Uh, little stones dotted all over the place and uh, as the wagon weaves in and out of them for a while, can everybody make a dexterity saving throw? Oh dear. Twelve. Twelve. Twenty-four. Ooh, you're okay. Twenty-two. Oh, okay. Uh, Dereth, you tumble out the back of the cart as one of the cart's Ow! wheels breaks. Oh, my God. Ow, my bum. Uh, you don't take any damage, but you are now wet in the snow. <laughs> uh, oh, some, miserable. Uh, some of the, the boxes and barrels uh, tumble out the back of the cart. Uh, and uh, you notice that one of the back wheel, one of the back wheels has uh, caught on something and has shattered. Uh, Gretchen brings the horses to a halt and she says, Oh, bloody hell, I knew I should have got them looked at before we left, you oh, bugger. Why well, did you, Gretchen? Oh, uh, couldn't be asked. <laughs> I've got a spare. Someone help me with this, eh? Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll, I might as well. Now I'm already all mess. <laughs> I would, but I think I'm a bit uh, too little to be shifting cartwheel around. Aww. Uh, what are you doing to help, you two? Um, I think I'm making what I think are very helpful suggestions based on work out something like like spanner, ah, uh, oh, yeah. Just I I can hold the wheel. The... I can scramble all over without handing down bits of equipment that Derek Aww. suggests. WD forty. Definitely. Uh, Derek, can you roll a persuasion check <laughs> or performance? I think this will be performance because you're kind of. Uh, dirty twenty. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 give some helpful advice, and uh, uh, as you're uh, working away, um, uh, Gretchen is. Uh, you know, getting getting the the wheel in place. I think Gretchen probably knows um, how to change a wheel. I'm a bit worried that Derek is personally. She does. She, I think she. Yeah. I mean, like I think like Pelicos, you lift up the cart a bit so she can put the wheel on. Um, Pelicos, as you're doing this, you feel something stir nearby. You can't quite work out why, but you think something is moving underground. I feel like I've got wind. Or something. What's going on? Um, am I still holding the wheel? Yes. Hmm. Um, can we hurry up? I feel <laughs> very uncomfortable. As you're struggling to put the new wheel on, uh, you all hear hoofbeats approaching. What do you do? You can all hear this. I hide in the back of the cart and draw my bow. <laughs> Because we're about to be attacked. I think I just... I just go to look at who it is. I'm still holding a wheel. We didn't call the AA, did we? <laughs> the uh, Arcana Association? Yes. Uh, you see a tall figure on a black horse come into view. Uh, they're wearing a grey cloak and cowl pulled up with a scarf around their mouth and nose. Uh, they have a pair of tinted green glasses with thick rims. Uh they stop and pull up in front of you and the rider says uh do you need any help hello uh, i think that the wheel is going to turn again at some point i like your glasses oh thank you they're my own 
uh, I, I made them myself because uh, we have terrible um, optician services in this country. Fantastic. They're, they're very stylish. Hmm. Uh, do you want to make a perception check? All of us? Yeah. 19. Hmm. Oh, do, do what's my perception? Three. Another non-natural 20. Ooh, I think it makes sense, I, Tilda, I, because I, I you're hiding in the carts. Dareth <laughs> 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 uh, and Pelikos, you see, first of all, you see that she's carrying a briefcase and is holding it quite close to her chest. But other than that, you recognise her. Uh, and as she pulls down her scarf, uh, you realise it's someone... You don't know her name, but you did meet her uh, a couple of weeks ago at the Fable Party conference. Uh, she was selling books. And uh, she looks down at you and goes, I remember you. You uh, you bought uh, you bought the book, didn't you? Yes, I have it on the car. Ah, excellent. Did you enjoy it? I, I'm, I'm about halfway through. I'm oh. a slow reader. Ah, yes. Well, yeah. It was, uh, they say it was uh, written by Mark Schaefoss, but uh, really, you know, he had a, a ghostwriter. Ghostwrite books? You don't say. <laughs> uh, I, it was it was me. I, I, I did it because... You're a ghost? Uh, uh, I'm... A, Listen, Mark's a bit, uh, you know, he's not busy. Not great with uh, typing and words, but uh, so I, I, I wrote most of it myself. But is my name on the cover? Of course not. <laughs> I, as I suppose you must have been paid. Oh, oh yes, uh, a little bit. Uh, but you know, I'm, uh, I'm actually uh, old Mark Schaefer's uh, secretary. You know. Uh, ah, excellent. Yes. Uh, what what are you uh, doing here, by the way? This is not a usually well-travelled bit of road. Uh, not used to bumping into I people around here. I decided this lady uh, isn't no, going to no. murder us, so I come out of hiding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a Hello. halfling. Hello. Are you a ghost? Yes. Uh, that, that, no. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm a ghost, ghost on a horse. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, anyway, yes, uh, like I say, uh, people don't usually come this way. Uh, what brings you here? Uh, politics. Oh, politics? Well... Yeah, hmm. politics. That and the fact that Gretchen thought this would be... Oh, Gretchen well, was wrong. Oh, politics, you know, it's a bit of a bit of a waste of time, if you ask me. I'm, I'm sure you're lovely people, it's just, you know, uh, what what party is it you're with? The uh, She looks at the banner on your car, the Flabby Party, was it? Um... Yes, the Flabby Party, we support Flabs in power. Yes. <laughs> uh, also well... Flags, we think that we should be ruled by Flabs and Flags. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a uh, democracy, it's all a bit of a bit of a scam, really, isn't it? Well, it can be. I mean, yes. In some places, apparently. It's just a bit of a stupid system, if you ask me. I mean, just because the monarch got themselves fired into space doesn't mean that the monarchy isn't a better system. I mean, look at all the people who've got elected. You know, Thatch, Tony Bear, and whoever's prime minister right now. It's all a bit awful, aren't they? Whereas the monarchs, ooh, they were good people. Country was good, too, back then. A good leader makes good subjects. Um... That's an interesting viewpoint. Do you exercise your right to vote? Uh, not really. Oh, you must be the... I think none of our current politicians have got themselves fired. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm aware of. 
You must be the only person. I, I would think this was. The yes, you must be the only person in Gambler's Grave who doesn't vote. Part of the one percent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I your your uh, who, who's your party leader? The um, the, the... Gorlack uh, the Betrayer. That's yes. a family name. Well, well, there you go. You know, can't trust any of them these days. I suppose, or never really could. You know, give, yep, give me a good old monarch on the throne, telling everybody what to do, and uh, it's a much simpler system. It's got a kind of elegance to it, don't you think? I think it would appeal to simple people. Well, um, you say that, but Ooh. you know, look, look at politicians—they're all corrupt and greedy and uh, <laughs> lust for power. And what does that make? It makes. It makes the country greedy and corrupt and lusting for power, you know. Whereas you've got a nice, good-hearted monarch sat on the throne, and that, that and makes the country good. And yes. Designer clothes and boss. Hmm. Well, I think the problem here is the word "good-hearted." Yes. Um, applied in a hundred percent of monarchs, when um, statistically, rather less than a hundred percent of monarchs are good-hearted. Yeah, but how many prime ministers have been good-hearted? Um, that's an interesting question as well. Yeah, she's got a point. Ah, see, you know, um, even the monarchs that we describe as good are not necessarily. Good. Oh come on, where's your sense of patriotism? Oh, I, I lost it years ago. <laughs> That Listen, everybody says that their politician's different, and maybe your 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 Gormak, Gormak person, maybe maybe he is different. But uh, what about the next guy, or the one after them, or, or sooner or later it all goes back to the old corrupt ways. One minute you think you've got a nice thing going, and suddenly it's gone. Uh, some other person comes and uh, takes over four or five years down the line, and uh, everything goes back to all corrupt ways again. You know, Have it's you had just... a bad breakup recently? <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Okay, okay, we, we can talk about this at the pub. Uh, okay. Uh, she turns back to her horse, and uh, there's kind of like an awkward silence, uh, and uh, she's kind of staring off towards um, the uh, building that's off um, in the distance, uh, and then you all see something charging through the snow. Uh, getting closer and closer. What do you do? I take a couple of steps. To see. Is it snowing actively now? No, it's not. Okay. I'm just trying oh, to get I a see. look at it. Uh, perception check. Oh, now I am perceptive. Uh, mm -hmm. 21. 21. Oh, it's cool. Cool. I'll leave it to Pelicos? Perception is 15. Okay. Uh, Pelicos and I think, T Tilda, you see... Um, Three large white wolves charging towards you. Doggies! Uh, the first one, the, the sort of central one, is huge. It's almost a dire wolf. Uh, it's hurtling right towards you. You notice that it's got a kind of bloody face. Its fangs are dripping with red. Uh, one of them, uh, the leader, hurls right at the uh, woman you've been talking to and slams her to the ground. And then the others come hurtling towards you. Can you roll for initiative? Yes, I can. These are not good dogs. I got a natural 20. Cool. 16. 16. 17. 17. Cool. There's some good initiative. And I will roll for Ursula the dog as well, who is definitely here and we definitely didn't forget about again. Never. <laughs> uh, Dereth. I was sleeping on the back of the cart. Like a <laughs> Dareth, you're Hello. up first. 
I'm up first. I'm going to. Um, oh, I really like dogs. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna cast dissonant whispers, but the whispers just gonna be like sit down, stay, <laughs> sit. Uh, there's three wolves you can see. Uh, there's the big wolf leader. There's a let's just call them. There's a silver wolf and a black wolf. Those are the ones you can see. Which one are you casting it on? Big wolf. Big wolf. Okay. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Uh, Seventeen. Oh, do okay. So just half damage. Nine points of psychic damage for big wolf. Ooh, ouch! It didn't like that. Uh, I think it gets off of Evelyn, who it's uh, pinning to the ground, and it's going to come after you now. Uh, uh, that's 24 versus AC. I imagine that's going to yep. hit. And it's going to do... 12 points of piercing damage. And can you make a strength save? Me? Yeah. Yes. Um, strength save is 18. 18, yeah, okay, you are not pinned to the ground uh, as it tries to uh, bite at you. Uh, Tilda, you're up. Alright, I'm going to cast Animal Friendship on the big wolf. Ooh, okay. Uh, do I have to roll or do uh, you. Roll? I've got no idea what Animal Friendship does. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's search this. You have rolls. <laughs> Animal. Uh, a spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Uh, choose a beast you can see within range. It must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. I'm afraid its uh, intelligence is higher than four. Okay, uh, not by much, but it is higher than four. Okay. Are we in quite a sort of grassy area? Uh, well, you can't tell because of the snow. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Plant Growth. Ooh, nice. I like this. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to irritate you by making you look it up. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> plant Growth. Uh, to slide them down. All normal plants in a 100 foot radius centred on that plant become thick and overgrown. A creature moves into the area must spend 4 feet of their movement for every 1 foot it moves. Exclude one. There's a sample for the birth Okay, so yeah, you're making difficult terrain, <laughs> shall we yes. say, yeah. for the uh, for the other wolves. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're they're uh, trapped in some uh, brambles that come uh, bursting out of the ground. Let's say that's okay. that'll do be I need nice. To roll for that one? Nah, I think you just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yay, go. Uh, you're up. With the book of necromancy in one hand, I raise the other. And a ray of sickenish greenish energy lashes out towards the cre- towards the other two wolves. Not the head wolf, the other okay. two. Okay. What are you casting there? It is a ray of sickness. Ooh! Constitution saving throw? It's a constitution saving throw, but I've got a rank arranged um, oh, yeah. spell attack on it first. Okay, so, go for it. Um, the first one is a 13. That hits. And the second one is a 10. Does not hit. Uh, okay, so, so the first one takes 2d8 poison damage and must make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 14 on its constitution. 
Okay, um, that meets beats. So it fails to. Well, it saves being poisoned until the end for next okay. turn. Um, but it still takes eight points of damage. Oof. Yowch. <laughs> cool. Uh, my sorcery point. <laughs> uh, it's Gretchen's go next. She's going to cast Magic Missile. Yeah. That's uh, D4s. She's going to aim one at each of the wolves. Nice. Uh, it's a four, four, and a three. Cool. Uh, the Silver Wolf goes next. Uh, it's going to come after Pelicos because uh, you just made it very sick. Whoa, uh, damn boy! Uh, it's 20, non-natural. Um, that does hit. Yeah. So, you're going to have to go ahead and take 13 points of bludgeoning damage, Ooh. and can you... Uh, piercing damage, sorry. And can you make a strength saving throw? 12. Uh, you are knocked prone. Whoa! Uh... The Black Wolf goes next, and it's going to turn on Dareth. No. Uh, can you make a dexterity saving throw, Dareth? Actually, can you all make a dexterity saving throw? Oh, well, Gretchen, sorry. 13. This is an area of perfection. Uh, 18, uh, 13 saves. 18. Saves. I'm prone, so... Yeah. You are not dexterous. I think you get disadvantage, yeah. Uh, well, it's still 19. Okay, cool. Okay, you all um, dive out of the way, but you're going to take half damage as a cone of cold comes blasting out of its mouth. Uh, so go ahead and take... So that is... Seven, uh, no, eight points of cold damage. Ursula goes next and is going to try and bite at the lead wolf because she... Um, is a foolhardy dog. Right. Oh, natural 20. Yeah, go Ooh, and she does 8 points of damage to it. Cool. Nice, 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 nice. Cool. Uh, Dareth, you're up. Okay. I would like to think about what I want to do before my turn comes around. Wow, I'm organised. How close together are these three wolves? Uh, I've got one that's kind of right up against you, and the other two that uh, uh, one is closer to Pelkos, and one is closer to the cart. Okay, the friendo who's closest to me, I'm going to attack with my rapier. Okay, go for it. Um, so that is 21 to hit. That hits. Cool, I'm glad it does. Ooh, 10 points of piercing damage. Cool. Piercing? Is that what piercing is? Yeah. Yes. Um, as you slash it or pierce it with your uh, rapier, um, you stab it in the eye and go right oh, through. And as you draw your that. rapier back, uh, the wolf doesn't seem to like react uh, as you drive your blade through its face. And it continues to snarl and growl as if nothing happened. And it's going to try and bite at you. Uh, oh, 13 versus AC. Um, AC is 13. Ah, uh, so meets beats, I'm afraid. Yep. So you're going to take 9. Whoa, 
got 15 points of damage. Uh, can you make a strength saving throw? That's going to be 14. Yeah, you save. Yeah, just. Cool. just. Uh, Tilda, you're up. Okay. Um, I am going to fire my logbook. Wearing my rubber uh-huh. hat, so two shots. Yes, of course. At the big wolf. At the big wolf. Go for it. Shot one, twenty-three. Hits. And shot two is eleven. Uh, does not hit. So the first one does first hit. One. Seven points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, the arrow uh, hits the wolf directly in the forehead and just kind of sticks there. Uh, and again, the wolf continues to. Uh, growl and uh, um, pad through the, the snow as if nothing happened. Uh, Gretchen is going to go next and is going to cast uh, Mage Armor on Dareth. Thank you. Uh, so your AC becomes 13 plus your dexterity modifier. My dex modifier is Plus two, cool. So maze is now fifteen. Cool. Uh, Silver Wolf goes next, and he's going to come after Pelicos. Uh, Non-natural twenty against Pelicos. Ouch! Ah! Eight points of piercing damage, and can you make a strength save? I'm already on the ground. Oh yes, you are. Yeah. So yeah, you don't have to make strength save, I guess. Uh, the other wolf goes next, the black wolf, and he's going to do another breath of cold. Can you all make dexterity saving throws? 19. Cool. Non-natural 20. Fine. Ooh, okay. But I do have multi-attack defense. Uh, which means you get advantage, does it? After a creature hits you with an attack, you gain plus 4 IC against all attacks made by that creature for Ooh. the rest of the turn. Okay, well, this isn't an AC, though, oh, okay. unfortunately. But you will if it attacks you, probably. Uh, so, Tilda, can you take 10 points of cold damage? Can the rest of you take 5? And Gretchen and Ursula also take 5. Uh, Ursula passes out. Uh, oh, no! Ursula faints. No! Uh, Dareth, it is your go. Okay, I have a theory. It must be bunnies. Um... We have these aren't taking any damage from physical things, so gotta do a little bit more magic. I'd like to cast some thunder wave. Ooh, okay, yeah. Is that because it's a? um, It's an area of effect. Area of effect. I'll say you can you can hit them all um, without hurting any of my pals. I think Pelicos might be the only one kind of in the way. Pelicos, what's your health? Um, less than half health at the moment. Oh, but I think this could take out a bunch of our wolves. Mm-hmm. I can heal you <laughs> if you need it. <laughs> after you. I, I can get heal you if I kill you. It's all right. It's got that necromancy book. We'll bring it back. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've got some ibuprofen in my bag. Yeah, That's I'm very good. reassuring. Ibuprofen and necromancy will cure most things. <laughs> um, can everybody involved give me a con 15? 
No con save. Uh, lead wolf fails. No. Silver wolf fails. Oh, and black wolf fails. They all fail. Including Pelopus. Yes. So it's 5d8 damage. Oh! Oh! Oh, I'm full. That's a lot. 26 points of thunder damage. Wow. Crispy. Wow! Okay! Uh, the lead wolf uh, bursts asunder uh, into sort of rotting flesh and bone. The silver wolf also collapses into nothing but rags of, of flesh on bone. The black wolf is still just, just clinging on. Uh, Tilda, it's your go. Uh, well, one wolf left. There's not a lot that I can do because I don't really have any non-physical weapons. Uh, so I would like to cast Cure Wounds on Pelicos. Oh, go for it. So oh, that okay. gives Pelicos an extra five points of health. Oh. I realise it's not a lot, but it's, <laughs> it's better than dying. Yeah. Sorry for the dying. Yeah. I just had to call oh. I hope you can forgive me. Okay. Uh, Pelicos, it is your go. You can stand up now if you wish. From his position on the ground, Pelicos brings out a, uh, a little bell oh. and rings it. Okay. Uh, the little black wolf, uh, its ears turn up and then it pelts off in the other direction. Uh, you hear uh, evil. Uh, sorry, the you hear the person on the uh, the woman that uh, was attacked first uh, groan and uh, tries to get up, and uh, she looks at you and goes, "Ow, that." Um, yes. Thank you. So, um, I feel that too. Tell me about this Gorlak character of yours. Ow. <laughs> Uh, I start so, making a cup of tea in one of Gretchen's cauldrons because I think everybody. Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I think Gretchen, Gretchen agrees to this, and you all have a nice. Uh, take a short rest, and uh, I am going to need forty-nine points rest. worth of a cup of tea. <laughs> uh, this uh, woman introduces herself as Evelyn, incidentally, uh, and uh, uh, Evelyn is, uh, as she mentioned, Mark Schaefer's secretary. Uh, she has, uh, like I say, a briefcase that she is um, holding on to quite tightly, uh, and uh, she, her horse looks pretty well uh, maintained as well. It's a very posh-looking horse. Uh, I think Gretchen is kind of eyeing it and comparing it to her own horses and feeling a little outshined. Uh, uh, so you start making your way uh, along the road eventually after you've had your short rest and your tea. Uh, I think uh, yeah, with your tea, with your tea, uh, give yourselves uh, another um, uh, hit die of health for free. Nice, if you want. Yes, I do want. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, very yeah. good. Cool. Uh, so as you're um, travelling uh, along the road, um, uh, Evelyn asks you. So uh, politics, eh? Uh, how do how do you get mixed up in all that? Uh, it's a long story. It began when I was born. Um, <laughs> Does Dareth give their entire life story? <laughs> I think they try to. I think everyone else keeps trying to cut them off. <laughs> and they are increasingly frustrated by this. Yeah, I think Evelyn eventually goes, uh, I, I'm sorry to um, 
uh, interrupt, but I, I really must uh, get back soonish. Um, I've got the. She sort of indicates her briefcase uh, documents for Mr. Shafos, uh, some reports from the local planning office, but uh, of course the one in Gambler's Grave is being renovated, so I had to go to the nearest one, which is in New Lancaster City, and she pats her horse. And Hoofy here has been very patient with me. Hoofy. Hoofy, yes. What a great name for a very good horse. Yes. Uh, so this uh, Gorlack chap that you're working for, I've, uh, you know, I, I have heard a few rumours going around. Uh, something about him betraying a friend and uh, getting the old leader poisoned or something. Uh, no, I, I think you're uh, just becoming... Because, just because his name is the Betrayer, people tend to think the worst of him. But it is an old family name. Uh, and do you, you trust him? Oh yes, with with my life. Never given you any reason not to. Nope. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, I've I've just you know heard people saying that they've uh, you know they just can't bring themselves to trust him. You know, as if there's uh, you know, there's getting you know the message is coming through loud and clear not not to trust him. Who is so, who is the message coming from? Oh, ah, I imagine the the media or something. I don't know. I don't really follow these things. Um, I'm like I say, I'm too busy these days. Uh, what I could do with it's a day off, really, if you, to tell you the truth. Mister Shafos does kind of work me quite ragged. Uh, well, vote for Gulak, and I'll get some better workers' rights up in here. <laughs> uh, can you roll a persuasion check for me, Dareth? Yes. That's going to be a 23. Okay. Uh, oh, no, no, it's not. It's going to be a 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. She uh, she nods and goes, well, that's okay. certainly encouraging. Uh, you know what? I, I might give him another look. Uh, so uh, the hours pass and the sun is starting to go down. And uh, as the darkness is about to envelop you, you crest a hill and see the shining lights of Gambler's Grave. Uh, the sunset bleeds over the cityscape. Uh, uh Ter- uh, orange light comes across shimmering glass towers that rake the sky. Bright magical lights flash in gaudy signs that move and spin in every colourable imagine- colour imaginable. The roads are sparkling with snow and bejeweled lampposts. Tall billboards line the path towards the city, advertising several different casinos. There's Vince's Advanced Game Hall, there's Jemima's Jewel Jowls, there's the Monarch's Mountain, in brackets, of gold, because this is a casino. Uh, There's a cowboy-themed casino, and there's the biggest one. Reflections Court presents a bigger, better casino. Basically Fantasy Las Vegas, Um, (laughs) if that wasn't obvious. All fantasy Blackpool. I oh, guess we've already done fantasy uh, Blackpool. Well, okay, yeah, more fantasy. Well, we've already been to fantasy Blackpool. So. <laughs> uh, Evelyn says, "Well, it's uh, it was nice to meet you all, but uh, I have to go back to Mister Shafos. Uh, work never ends in the city that never dies, they say. Oh, and uh, welcome to Gambler's Grave, I suppose." Wait, before you go, the city that never dies. Where did you get that nickname? Oh, phew, old nickname. I mean, Gambler's Grave and all that. <laughs> Cheerio. Uh, she spurs her horse and goes uh, charging down towards the city. Uh, Gretchen turns to all and goes, I think she was coming on to me there, don't you think? Uh, yes, I think, yes, she, she I think I'm in with a chance you. there. You are irresistible, Gretchen. Aye, I know. How the rest of us manage, I'll never know. <laughs> uh, you travel down this heavily advertised, ad- ad- advertisement-plastered road. Uh, I think you've... Uh, with the barking, I think Ursula has been brought back around and uh, is lapping some of the tea in the back of the wagon. Um, plenty of people are trying to sell you stuff as you go. 
there are adverts uh, talking about hundreds of restaurants, cafes, hotels, and luxury saloon, saloons and uh, salons. Uh, it's all bright colours, flashing lights, beaming faces. Uh, there's a massive billboard for Reflections Court that says MX20 XD6, now with smooth self-polishing surface. Come into a reflection store and one of our experts will help upgrade your life. Uh, you also see um, an advert for Reflections Factory, now hiring. The pay is great, the benefits are unparalleled. Life has never been this good. Um, you there's, there's a lot of emphasis on life around Gambler's yeah, Grave. Yeah, I was wondering if, if like, 90% of the electorate in Gambler's Grave are already dead. <laughs> I was having that kind of Similar feeling as thought, well. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. us anything in your book that might give you any uh, arguments. I, well, not so far, but that when when Elsa was mentioning the, 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 the very strong vote, I, I started one. I started wondering, and, and the attack of the undead wolves has has only convinced me further. Necromantic shenanigans going on here, bringing the boat. I think we should get to the bottom. Yes, this is what I'm starting to think. My nose does not lie. (laughs) Yeah, it's because your nose doesn't have a mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is a fantasy world. There could be a creature of a mouth for a nose. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to have some very disturbing dreams. (laughs) You're so welcome. Uh, Thank you. As you pass onto the main boulevard, you see uh, more flash, exciting buildings with their amazing window displays. Uh, you're sheltered from the wind by these tall glass towers, uh, so you can sort of take your gloves and hats off. Uh, Gretchen um, is pulling towards one of the big casinos, uh, uh, the bigger, better casino. And uh, she says, well, uh, nobody has to uh, know, do they? I mean, uh, I were... You won't mind if I just uh, head in for a little bit of a, uh, you know, a bit of fun on the side. You always do that. Wherever we go, you always find a bit of fun on the side. We have a limit, Gretchen. We have a limit. Set yourself a limit. Oh, I will. Oh. Uh, she, uh, Don't spend your whole life in a casino. Uh, there'll, be a, there'll be a bar there in there if you want to come have a drink. There will be a bar, and there will probably be barmaids, and you should probably, before you run out of money, you should probably have a chat with some of the barmaids. Aye, I will. I used to know, know a lass uh, who worked, uh, worked here a couple of years ago. Uh, I'll see if she's uh, still in town. Uh, come on, uh, I'll buy you all a drink while we're here. We can go in the casino as long as we're not seen gambling. Mm. Well, there's not really many. It's all casinos, isn't it? There's not many other places. There's no normal shops. There's no laundrettes or bun shops or (laughs) Tusco's. I bet there is, but they're all secretly casinos. So uh, Gretchen leads you up a set of stairs through some massive glass doors uh, into the most spectacular lobby you've ever seen. There are sort of mirrors on every surface, and where there aren't mirrors, it's bright white. Uh, people in sort of blue polo shirts wandering to and fro, while patrons in lavish robes and dresses saunter this way and that. Uh, there's no counter or booking office, uh, but uh, a young man approaches you and says, Hello, guests. Are you uh, here to use the casino? No, we're just here for a pint. Ah, uh, Gretchen sides up to me. Oh, uh, is um, is Callian working here? Could you tell her that uh, Gretchen has arrived? 
and uh, the man goes certainly and taps onto his magic mirror and a minute later he goes oh 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 i see well well if uh, you are such a uh, fine guests and uh, my manager does indeed seem to speak very highly of you uh, my good madam uh, I, I will offer you some uh, some free chips uh, on the oh, house chips. Uh, oh, uh, chips. and he hands you uh, Can we get oh, some mail no, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid not. Uh, and he hands you uh, each ten little um, gambling I chips. I try to eat uh, one and look very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, feel, feel free to uh, use those at your leisure. And it is a pleasure to have such uh, highly respected guests here. Can I swap uh, them for real chips? <laughs> um, you'll have to ask at the bar. Uh, so you are shown through to the lobby uh, uh, and out onto the casino floor uh, and you see signs saying that the bar and restaurant is uh, at the other end so you have to walk through the casino because that's how they get you. Uh, you see rank upon rank of slot machine, fantasy slot machines, uh, uh, craps tables, pie show games and more. Uh, there's a little game of pokeronos, black mac and uh, roulette. Uh, some side rooms for the kind of you know the high stakes games and they've got like security trolls out in front uh, Gretchen hurries off to the Pokeronos tables uh, her bags of coins jingling all the way uh, this will end it too <laughs> yes they might not be Gretchen uh, uh, yeah uh, so there's a couple of games going on would you like to play I don't want to win crap <laughs> I have learned the hard way I have my hands in my pockets, and there they are going to stay. Mm-hmm. My motto is, never tell me the odds. <laughs> For a reason. Uh, <laughs> Dareth, are you interested in playing any games? Pokeronos. So, you head off to Pokeronos table, uh, and uh, you are dealt a hand of cards. Uh, would you like to uh, roll? I got a two. natural one. I got a two. <laughs> uh, how would how many uh, how how many uh, chips did you put up? All of them. All of them. So Dareth has lost all of their chips already. <laughs> well, that's how it goes sometimes in the wild game we call life. Yep. <laughs> uh, as you're um, walking through the casino. Uh, people are kind of making noise and uh, chattering as they go, but then suddenly people fall quiet and start whispering and pointing back towards a set of stairs that come down from the hotel that is above the casino. Uh, You see a couple of people coming down. Uh, Two of them catch your eye. Uh, So you see one tall human man with kind of balding head. Uh, He's wearing a turtleneck jumper, blue jeans and fancy shoes. Although he clearly has a white dress shirt under his jumper and little cufflinks, uh, cuffs uh, sticking out the end of his blazer. He is flanked by two large trolls in black suits and they're carrying cudgels. Uh, But sort of hurrying behind him, you see Evelyn. Uh, handing him paperwork and saying uh, you need to sign uh, this one here and uh, if you sign this one here oh and there's uh, three meetings tomorrow and you need to send a memo and uh, Mr. Schaefer says I don't sign anything without reading it and he scans down the page yes yes all fine send Philgrave round this evening I'll make sure she keeps our agreements if she wants to win of course yes sir oh and make an appointment with the fable chap too might as well cover both bases, see if he can be brought on side. Now, 
The games are afoot, aren't they? Uh, yes, sir, of course they are. And he's about to march past you uh, with his entourage, uh, and then he stops and turns and looks directly at you, Pelikos. There's a small moment of confusion, and then a grin spreads across his face. Uh, the two troll guards look down at you with sort of sour looks, and he says, On second thought, Evelyn, cancel that meeting with Bostock. We have his little helpers here in my casino. Uh, yes, of course, sir. <laughs> he uh, pins you with an icy glare. I say, everyone, your attention, please. And the uh, casino falls silent. We have some celebrity guests here tonight. See here, we have the Dragon Slayers of Ragnar's Rock, the Vanquishers of the Demon Sheriff of Northport, the Fellers of Thatch, the Servants of Gorlack, the Betrayer. A round of applause, I think. And there's a kind of awkward clap coming from all around. So good to see such highly regarded people here in my casino. Let me take a guess. You're here to snatch this constituency away from my good friend Nicola Felgrave, MP. Well, good luck with that. You know you won't win. Not while I'm in charge of this city. Well, we're going to do our damnedest. Because that's literally what we're paid to do. Never tell me the odds. I was literally just here for <laughs> Ah, Pelicost the Various, is it? A man after my own heart. Well, technically, possibly. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Mark Chafos, CEO of Reflections Corp, owner of this casino. Richest man in the world, I own this city. I own everyone in it. And now, I own you. I suggest you go back to Parliament Hexagon. There's no point in you staying. You lot never win here. What was it they said last time? Humiliating? Yes, that was it. A humiliating defeat. I hope you like humiliation. Ciao! And uh, he uh, strides off, uh, his trolls following. Um, uh, I lean over to Tilda and I say, I don't like him. No, I don't like him either. Can we try and ruin his day somehow? Yes. The campaign trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dereth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. The voice of Mark Shafos was Jonathan Wendit. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joel corner, that's j-o-e-l hyphen c-o-r-n-a-h, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, murder, mystery, and necromancy. There's a new detective on the case, and danger around every corner. Until then... Go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.